Hello and welcome to another episode of Tots. I'm your host, Ben Gardner. Today on the show, we have Laurent Amzalag. He's a fitness motivator and he's done a lot of cool stuff with his career. Laurent, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ben. It's such a pleasure to be with you right now. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about yourself, how you got started being a fitness motivator and kind of your life story. My life story, oh man, you want to go way back, right? Way <laughs> back. <laughs> I, I was born actually in Africa. I was born in Morocco, a country called Morocco in Casablanca. And my family left when I was about four or five years old. We moved to Montreal, Canada, uh, Montreal, Quebec. And this is where, you know, I grew up. Basically, I went to school and things like that. And, uh, and then I came here about 20, 20 some years ago when I was four years old. So basically, <laughs> basically, like, you know, like the, the whole thing with fitness and a lot of people tell me, so how did you get into fitness? How, what motivated you to go into that field? You know, I, I uh, as a young kid, I, I got very sick. Uh, it was I was about nine or 10 years old. I got very sick. Uh, I was in a hospital for about a month. Doctors were giving my parents about a 50 50 chance of survival. You know, that's how bad it was. Wow. And and, you know, through this process, like I remember being, you know, and I was a very energetic kid all my life. I was bouncing off the walls. I mean, I was crazy. Right. So here I am, you know, in a hospital for about a month, not being able to move, not being able to walk, not being able to do the things that I used to love to do, being just in a bed, you know, and, and, and I remember how, how sad I felt, right? So at, at, at some point, I told myself, I said, okay, you know what, Laurent, just start taking a few steps, you know, just walk from your bed to the bathroom, for example, which was, you know, just like, you know, a, a few feet away from my bed. So I remember the first time I just put my feet on, on, on the ground, you know, how right. hard that was and to take those steps, you know, and the next day I took even more steps. I went a little further. Then I went into the hallway. Then from the hallway, I went to the, the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the room where they, I had all the TVs, you know, it was, it was old then we didn't have the TVs inside the rooms. You had to go to that, to that uh, room where you had that TV for everyone. That was the hospitals then in, in Canada. So I remember every day, getting a little better and better. And I remember how good I start feeling. And I promise you, Ben, I think that's what got me out of the hospital, you know, uh, after that month or else I would still probably be there now, you know? So I remember just movement, moving your body, how, what, what it did to my mindset. And, and, and from there, I didn't know it then because I was young, but somewhere probably that, that, that little grain was instilled in me that that's what I wanted to do with my life to show people, to inspire people and motivate people on, on, on showing them how movement could really save their lives, you know? Yeah. And I think, I mean, first of all, that's an incredible story. Uh, and, and we're glad that you're here, but I think second of all, to me, that, that story is so inspiring because it was your energy and your motivation that saved your life. Like, you know, you had a 50, 50 shot. And so when you go right. and you are trying to motivate people to, you know, get fit and work out and to move, really, really move. You're not just, you know, some random guy BSing people. You're like, this saved my life. And this is what I've dedicated the rest of my life to doing. So that's incredible, exactly. man. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, when I talk to crowds, when I talk to groups, you know, about and, and, and my, my passion really is that it's motivating and and trying to find 
what exactly will make someone do something, right? Yeah, you could show them how to work out. You could show them how to eat properly. You could show them all that stuff. That's the easy part. But what makes someone want to do it for themselves? That's the tricky part. And this is where I come in and try to kind of rewire your mindset into wanting to do it instead of having to do it, right? And, you know, obviously my, my, my experience was, was like, you know, I, I look back at my own experience and say, okay, well, what made me want to do that, right? Well, for me, it was I wanted to get out of the hospital, right? I wanted to go back to my normal living. I wanted to be healthy again, right? So that's what inspired me. And that's why I tell people, I said, you know, try to look for something that you really, really love, that you really enjoy and grab on that and make it your reason why you want to be healthy. You know, if, if, you're, if you're a little older, like, you know, maybe you tell to yourself, you know, I, I want to be dependent later on in life, right? That's my motivation. Grab onto that motivation. And that's what's going to kind of feed you to, into, you know, going into the healthy path so you are independent later on. I want to have more energy to spend time with my kids, for example. That could be another kind of emotional reason why you want to do it, right? So you got to find what exactly is that driver that you want to do it. I call it the activation energy. You know, activation energy, that term, is it comes from, from, from chemistry. And basically, it means the minimum amount of energy that is needed to get a reaction going, right? So what is the minimum amount of energy that will get that, that, that ball rolling? And that's what you got to find out. It's, it's very personal. What is it that's going to make me do what I need to do, right? And then that's going to be your driver. So that's why I try to get out from everybody when I, when I do uh, a talk or, or, or a seminar or whatever it is. Sure. I mean, that's awesome too, because I think when you make people own something and they're motivated by something that's their own instead of, you know, for something else, I think that people can really own it but, right. and, and, and get it done, right? I mean, that's, that's the whole thing behind that activation energy is if you can own something and you start getting it done, you're setting yourself up for success later and you're trying to get to that motivation, which is, that's great. Exactly. What exactly. is the biggest thing that stops people from getting to that point where they found their motivation, but they're not quite, they're not quite doing it yet. And it's keeping them from attaining that goal and that motivation later on down the line. I think a lot of times from, from, from my experience, from when I talk to people, when I do uh, different, different talks and things like that, I think people approach this in the wrong way. I think they go in thinking, okay, I want to make all those big changes, right? And they go with the right intentions, right? Uh, someone will come and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to go and lose that extra 50 pounds or, 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 or 25 pounds or whatever it is. You know, that's great. But why don't you start with a smaller, smaller little goal, right? Let's start with, let's, let's focus on the first five pounds, right? And let's create whatever you need to do to burn that first five pounds. Because you know what? The same habits that you will need for the first five will be the same for the next 10, 15, 25 pounds, right? So the, the first thing is let's focus on a small little goal. Someone that has never, never exercised in their entire life, don't say to yourself, okay, my goal is to go every day to the gym, six days a week. I'm going to stay in the gym for two hours a day. That's, not, that's never going to happen, right? Instead, focus on, you know what? Every day, I'm just going to start with a 10-minute walk, 15-minute walk, whatever it is. I'm going to start with three, day, three days a week, right? Once you start feeling better, and you will feel better because that's just the way the human body is. The human body is made to move. Once you start feeling better, then on your own, you're going to say, well, you know what? What if I 
just had a healthier breakfast instead of what I'm eating right now? And then what if I drank two more glasses of water instead of, of, of not drinking enough water? What if I slept half an hour earlier every day? You know, it's one of those things that one habit will lead to another one because you're just going to feel better. So the thing is, like, you know, it's great to have that big goal, but you know what? Try to shrink it down a little bit. Try to go for a small little goal, focus on that small goal, and then naturally, without you even trying to force yourself, you will gravitate towards those other, the, the, the bigger goal, because now you, you have created the habits for the smaller one. So the big thing is, Let's just focus on something small. Let's not, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I got to go to the gym two hours at a time in order to change my body. It is the, the furthest from the truth. 10 minutes a day, just do a few movements. You don't, have, you don't even have to do that 10 minutes in a row. You could do three minutes in the morning, four minutes, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in like midday, another three or four minutes, like, you know, later on in the, uh, in the evening, you got your 10 minutes. You're going to start with that. It's going to make a huge difference. And that's what's going to grow into bigger things. Sure. And I think, too, something important that that you just really touched on that that you said really nicely is that when you set for yourself a big goal, that's not necessarily a bad thing to do. But when you put something way over here, that's that's, you know, this monumental thing that you have to get done. Sometimes it can feel impossible. And right. so when you're supposed to start here and start working your way up these steps to get to that goal. If you're if you're down here, this just looks impossible. So right. setting yourself up and saying, okay, I do have this big goal. This is not going away. But in order to get there, I'm gonna start creating smaller goals and, exactly. and to feel that energy and that activation energy that you get and that sense of pride from attaining one of those goals, that's supposed to drive you to that next one, right? It's exactly right. Exactly right. That's why I tell people just focus on the small. You could always have that big goal and never lose sight of that big goal. But once you start with a small little goal, something so stupid that you know you could do, right? But that little stupid goal that you, that you first created will lead to the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. And the next thing you know, you'll be at that ultimate goal that you made for yourself without even forcing yourself because you already have created those healthy habits uh, in, in, at the beginning that will get you there. And, and that's, I think, is the biggest, biggest game changer is focus on something so small that it, it makes it so simple and easy for you to do. Right. So a lot of what you do, you focus on weight loss as well as like fitness and things like that, right? Right. So there's a lot of crazy diets out there right now. And there's a bunch of companies that are claiming like, you know, this is going to work for this. And then there's teas and supplements and all of this stuff. What right. is your advice for someone who's trying to lose weight and sees maybe one of these methods as something that's going to make it easier? Is that, is that a viable option or no? Well, you know, I'm always about sustainability of something, right? Something has to be sustainable in order for you to stick with it, right? So when, when we talk about those crazy diets, those even those the ketos, you know, uh, low, low carb, high protein you have to look at yourself. You have to, to ask yourself, could I stay on this for the rest of my life? You know, and then ask yourself that question. Would I recommend that diet to my son or daughter? Right. So you, the answer to that question will dictate what you need to do. I'm more about eating healthy. Right. And I follow I grew up in Morocco. So I, I, I follow the Mediterranean diet, you know, and the Mediterranean diets, like, 
not I, I do it not because it's one of the best in the world and but year after year studies have shown that it, it is the healthiest diet around why because it allows you to eat pretty much everything you want following certain parameters of course but it's not a restrictive diet being not restrictive means that it is sustainable that's something that you could do for the rest of, of your life right so my my advice is don't fall for those for those you know uh you could lose 10 pounds overnight or or, or those crazy promises because it doesn't work and it's not healthy, right? You want to do it the right way. The right way is to change your mindset. Make first of all believing that you could do it, right? And then starting with small little changes. First, say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to focus. And if and we're talking about diet right now, I'm going to focus on just changing my breakfast. I don't. I, let's not even focus on lunch, dinner, snacks. I want to focus on my breakfast. So start creating that healthy breakfast, whatever that healthy breakfast looks to you, and then gravitate towards the, 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 the lunch. And then after that, you're going to work on the dinner. Start with something small. Again, like, you know, if you look at your diet, start changing things really, really small, a little bit at a time. And, and, and at the end, like, you know, you'll have your whole, your whole diet done. So to answer your question, I'm not a, a uh, crazy about those promising diets that tell you you could lose some weight. Could you lose some weight? Like, you know, I'm not eating for four days? Of course you can. But how? how <laughs> but how you're starving. <laughs> yeah, how sustainable is that? You know, are you going to lose some weight from low carb diet? Yes, absolutely. But what's going to happen when you're going to go back and eventually you will have to go back to a regular diet? What's going to happen when you reintroduce those carbs in your diet? You will gain your weight back, right? So I'm more into, you know what? Let's eat healthy. I'm going to allow myself to eat, you know, pretty much everything. If I want some pasta, I could have some pasta. If I want some, uh, you know, a, a nice steak from time to time, I could have that, right? But do it in a kind of in moderation, obviously, and allow yourself to enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. It's, it is life after all. But I eat everything. I, you know, I have sometimes some cupcakes. I have sometimes some dark chocolate. I have sometimes some, some treat, but I know how to deal with that. I know where my limits are and that's what we have to learn. And that's why I say, let's start with small little things at a time. Because once you start with those little things, then you know, if you were used to eating four, five, six, seven slices of pizza, like you know, you be at a point right now, you're like, huh, do I really need that th third or fourth slice? But only you, because now your mindset have been changed. So start with this, start with the mind first and then the body will follow. That's great. Yeah, no, I agree. And I got to say also, it is very inspiring to hear that someone as in shape as you are and that looks as good as you do eats chocolate, cupcakes, all that stuff. That's that's great to hear. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I know where the the uh, I know where the limits are. Right. And that's what we have yep. to learn to do, like, you know, is to be able to enjoy something, but without exaggeration and without going too crazy, right? Because that's where, that's where, you know, we tend to gain weight and things like that when we just take it to the next level where we don't need to, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, when you think about how much it takes to really satisfy, if, you, if, if, for example, you have a sweet tooth, it's amazing to know how little your body needs to just satisfy that craving, you know, but we tend to kind of go overboard and, and have more and more of something where your body just needs that little something, you know, when I crave chocolate, I have like, you know, two little squares of dark chocolate, you know, 72% or above, I go to 85% and I'm good. I'm done, you know? Right. And, and that's fine. That's fine. 
The problem is if you go with four, five, six different squares and 10 different squares, next thing you know, you have the whole bar in your stomach. And this is where, this is where uh, problems <laughs> rise. <laughs> it's a little dangerous at that point. <laughs> I, know, I know, but that's why I say like, you know, first you got to change your mind. You got to create that, that mindset for success. The body will follow. The body will follow. We don't start with changing the body. We start changing the mind first, you know? And that's why I say, start with creating those small little goals and start with finding out the true reason why you want to do that change, right? Because that's going to drive you. That's going to be your, 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 your anchor, that, that, that mindset part. And then the body will just follow because that's how normally it, it, it'll, it'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to hear a little bit more about you. So you went from being unbelievably sick and, mm. and almost dying to finding out that you know, movement and, and fitness, this was something that not only you were passionate about, especially because you couldn't do it at that right. point, but it also saved your life. So when did you make the decision to say, this is what I'm going to dedicate my life to? And, and how did you start doing that? So, uh, you know, I, like I said, when I was, when I was a kid, I, I realized, okay, you know what, you know, this movement thing really worked. It really got me out of the hospital. You know, obviously I was, I was a young kid. I didn't think about careers or anything like this at this point. All I wanted to do is go back home and play with my friends and go back to school and things like that. So, you know, in terms of, how I, you know, I've always been, since that point, I've always been very, very passionate about the human body. As a matter of fact, I studied pre-med. I thought maybe I was going to go into medical school and things like that. Uh, then I shifted to, uh, I studied math. You know, I loved math also. So I, there was a period where I tried different things, you know, in terms of careers. I ended up doing a business degree. But through this whole time, I was, you know, when I was in college, I was working at my local gym. And, you know, because once again, the human body and working on the human body and showing other people how, you know, it could help them as well, you know, because a lot of people don't know, right? You live a certain way and you don't know better. So once you cross that line of, you know, knowing how it feels to feel good and not feel in pain and things like that, you're like, what was I doing all my life? So right. that's exactly <laughs> the message that I, that, 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 I, that I start like kind of uh, delivering to people. Uh, when I was still studying in college, I was working in the gym. And then when I left college, this is when I said, you know what, I'm going to move to uh, to the United States and I'm going to dedicate my, my, my life to it. Right. And it just allowed me to do incredible things in that field because I was passionate about that. First of all, I, I furthered my, my education. I, I went and uh, you know, studied some microbiology, anatomy, you know, I did more, you know, organic chemistries, because I wanted to understand the human body more at a cellular level, because I wanted to know how it worked, right? So I could understand better how I could help someone. I studied also, I read a lot of books on psychology, because a lot of it is psych human psychology. Why, what, what, what is going to push you to do something or what makes someone want to do it and someone not? So I wanted to understand a little bit more on that. So I did, I did a lot of reading on that subject because once again, I'm passionate about that and I want to be able to, to you know, deliver the message and make people understand what I'm trying to tell, uh, tell them. So it allowed me to do a bunch of things. I, 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 I taught classes, you know, in different gyms. Uh, I worked with Oprah also, Oprah Winfrey. On, on her tour, it's called wow. Live Her Best Life Tour. So she took me with her, you know, we did a thing in DC, in Dallas, it was fantastic. Uh, then I started doing a bunch of different like things on, on TV, on the radio, like, you know, they would invite me just to kind of do the same thing that I'm doing with you, like inspire people, show them little things they could do at home without any equipment, you know, little things just to get them going. 
and then I got to the Dr. Oz and things like that. One of my favorite Whoa. things. <laughs> one of my yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that when you're passionate about something, you, you know, you'll go, you'll go wherever you want to go, right? Well, I mean, clearly people were picking up on on that passion too, because you're all of a sudden you're with all of these awesome people. Yeah, so it's it's one thing leads to the next, you know. But again, like you know. When you when you enjoy something, people pick that up, right? They they could see your your passion for it, and that's why they say, you know, we want that guy to do this thing. So so, but one of my favorite gigs is I I, I used to work in the Caribbean, all over the Caribbean, you know, earlier, uh, early on when I when I when I first arrived here. So they would send me in different islands, you know, teach fitness in different resorts and things like that. I mean. Imagine like, you know, I was single going into the different resorts, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and giving, uh, you know, classes in, in the sunshine of the Caribbean. I was in heaven, right? So, so, so it's things like this, you know, it's little fun, little things like that, that I got to do over, over my career. Uh, I, I also was part of the uh, president council on physical fitness and, and sports uh, under the Bush administration. So that was also a big, uh, a big deal for me. You know, I, I got to meet a lot of different people throughout my career and and i'm blessed really i'm blessed to be able to do this and 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 for people to uh to to be able to 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 take advantage of my knowledge that that, I, that i've gained over the years but you know obviously this whole thing changed with the the, the whole covid 19 uh pandemic you know that started earlier this year you know i was you know because i do a lot of stuff also for for kaiser permanente so i do a lot of in-person you know, things like this in person, their members like, you know, NASA, TSA, you know, a bunch of different organizations, obviously that all stopped um, with the COVID, but I was able to kind of convert everything virtually, you know, literally overnight. And then, you know, I created the studio over here that you see right now. Uh, so I've transformed this room that used to be a, a kid's, you know, I, I'm renting this thing. It used to be a kid's room for, for, a, for a gym. And I've transformed it into this TV studio, basically, because <laughs> all my business have been converted overnight uh, to, to, to Zoom and, and other kind of uh, online uh, platforms. And, you know, and that's why I do a lot of groups. I have this group that I, that I, that I train and perhaps some of your members would be interested in that. You know, I have this, this, this daily class that I teach every day and we have people from all around the world that joins us on that, you know, and it just gives them that, that, that place every day. They know it's a half an hour workout, but they know that every day they have that time for themselves, you know, to take care of their health every day they get a little stronger every day they get a little fitter and that's the whole that's the whole premise of this class that i started basically at the beginning of the pandemic thinking that yeah it's gonna last two weeks three weeks you know it was offered for free for the uh for the community you know to keep them in shape while gyms were closed and now here we are you know eight months later and we're still yeah. in the so, so, and, and this class has grown to, like, like I said, people from all around the world. We have people in Sweden, Canada, Denmark, uh, South America. I mean, you name it, uh, people uh, join in daily for that. And, you know, I could give you the information for that. It's a Zoom class. Uh, you know, maybe some of your uh, members will be interested in joining, you know? Absolutely. We will, uh, I'll tell you what, if you are listening along right now, we are going to link that Zoom class and all the information in the show notes. So after you listen to this, not before, but after, you can go check that out so you can make sure that you join in the class. So we, we talked about a lot of stuff just now. I have a couple right. of questions, starting right. with the most important. We've got Oprah, we've got Dr. Oz, and we've got President Bush. Who do you think can do the most push-ups? <laughs> I would have to say with uh, Dr. Oz. 
Dr. Oz, yeah. He's pretty fit. He's pretty fit. Like, you know, I was amazed. I, uh, we did uh, two segments together, uh, and one was a workout. So it was a five-minute workout, which, you know, people could see. Like, you know, I have it on my, uh, on my website. Uh, it's a five-minute with Dr. Oz in his studio with, with, you know, that was, you know, before, obviously, the pandemic. So we had uh, the audience in there. And he impressed me. He's a strong guy. His endurance is amazing. His strength is amazing. I mean, he's, he's just, he, he walks the walk. He's, he's, he's really, really a fit guy, you know? Oprah is great as well. I love Oprah. I met her at, uh, multiple times uh, since I did that, those events uh, for her. And uh, George, uh, George Bush, I haven't met. I was, I was just part of the President Council of Physical Fitness. So I was working with basically the people that he nominated for that role and i was sure. working with them but uh he's also a very fit guy he used to like you know even as a president he used to run a lot he's a big biker so he is also fit so uh you know they just don't kind of say oh yeah we're we're into the fitness and thing. no they actually do it you know so uh so i'm i'm, I'm just blessed that I was able to, uh, to do those things with those incredible, incredible people, you know, uh, over the years and, 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 and then more and more coming up. So, uh, I'm just getting, I'm just getting started, Ben. Yes. There started. you go. You've, you've <laughs> just started your career and you're already doing great at the, uh, the ripe old age of 24. So that's incredible. Exactly. Well, you see, you remember I'm turning 25 soon, but yes, yeah, I'm still 24. Exactly. So, uh, Last season, we actually uh, we were blessed. We we actually get to have uh, an astronaut on astronaut Nicole Mann. So oh, wow. you mentioned NASA. Talk to me about the work that you've done with NASA and and some other similar organizations. Yeah. So so basically, uh, like I said, I have this. Uh, I'm I'm a health educator for Kaiser Permanente. That's part of what I do. So um, so they send me to those cool. They used to send me to those cool places like NASA. So I would go in person to, to the NASA office. They have one in DC. Then they have the Goddard one in, um, in Maryland. I don't remember exactly where it is, so, but I went there. This is where they, they did the Hubble, Hubble telescope, you know? Yep. And so basically I would go and I would do the same thing. I would just show them little simple things that they could do at their office, little simple exercises that they could do, you know? And I'm talking about the, the, uh, the, the employees of, of NASA, not necessarily the astronauts, but right. the, uh, the support staff and things like that. Uh, the people you know, that help the astronauts go up into space. Exactly. You know, <laughs> the support people that work you know, in, in those offices uh, and, and Goddard, it was incredible because th there was a team of people there that were working on one of those uh, Mars hover, you know, uh, the rover. The rover, the rover, as I said, wow. the rover, you know, uh, and it is amazing. You know, I have this logo that they gave me like a little patch. Uh, nice. I mean, it is fantastic. I have pictures with, with, uh, with them and things like that. It's been a dream of mine. I, you know, NASA for me as a kid was like, oh my God, this, this incredible place, you know, living in Canada, obviously, I never thought one day I would actually be uh, presenting for NASA astronauts, uh, I mean, NASA employees. Uh, I also did some stuff for TSA. Um, you know, I, I've done a bunch of different organizations like this. Now I'm still doing stuff for 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 Kaiser Permanente, but now it's all virtually. You know, so I've done other things for, you know, governments. You know, the the, the government of of DC and Maryland and Baltimore schools and and things like this, where. Basically, my role is just to educate them, to show them how simple, how easy they could get in shape with. They don't have to spend hours at the gym, simple moves, but it's all about making them move more. You move just 10, 15% more than what you do now, you'll never have any problems in your life. Wow. I mean, 
for someone like me, like I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to stay in shape. I work out with a trainer. The biggest issue that I have, and I think a lot of other people have this issue too, is the cardio. I hate right. cardio. To me, it's like, it's, it's like just so boring and I'm exhausted and I can't right. get through it. What do you say to people like me who are like, we're right there. We're eating healthy. We're working out, doing all this stuff. But the cardio is holding us back. Right. Do, do, you, do you like sports? I love sports. So what, what kind of sports do you like? I like to play soccer. So, like so when I soccer. can, I try and do that. Well, there's your cardio right there. You know, one of the things that I tell people is find something that you enjoy, right? When you enjoy something, you're going to stick with it. And when you stick with it, that's how you get the results, right? So it's not about going on the treadmill, going on the elliptical machine. Or, that's not the only cardio there is. Cardio is just a term that says you got to keep your heart rate going for a certain amount of time. Now, you could create that by doing any kind of activities. And I'm sure that everybody has something that they enjoy. Do you like dancing? Well, there's your cardio. Do you like walking? There's your cardio also. Do you like weight training, but you don't like cardio? You could transform a weight training session into a cardio session. You know, if, if you do like multiple sets, one after the other, like, you know, uh, you create, you know, and, that's what, and that's how I work out, you create a cardio segment as well as a strength conditioning segment. So it's not about, you know, thinking cardio as, oh, I got to go on the treadmill or I got to do this. You know, it, it could be anything that you wanted to make and, and, and what you enjoy doing. So you like soccer, you enjoy soccer, make that your cardio. Go and, and, and go on the field, even if you, you can't play with a bunch of people, just go on the field and run up like you know, the, the, the field with the ball, kick the ball, go back. You're gonna get incredible. You do that a few times, you're gonna get incredible cardio. You know, when you think about professional players, like you know, even soccer players and things like that, I've had the chance to work out with people from the Wizards and, 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 and from uh, the, the Washington Capitals and things like that. You know, I, I've seen how they work out. I've put one uh, player from the Wizards and I made him do like, you know, he made me do like some of his drills. And then I said, you know what? And now it's your turn to do some of my drills. And I made him do one of my drills. The guy was sweating after two, after two minutes. Like, you know, he had beats coming down his forehead. <laughs> and we're talking about a professional athlete. You have to remember that professional athletes work out for their sport, right? They do drills that will prepare them and that will get them ready for their sport. I put him in something completely different. And the guy was like, you know, huffing and puffing within two minutes. So the, the idea is it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as you're consistent with it, as long as you do it on a regular basis, and as long as you enjoy it. Because when you enjoy it, you'll, 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 you'll make it more of a point to do it over and over. So it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. All right. I, that's a pretty good answer. You, you've got me stumped there. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the, the biggest thing that you would like people to take away from what you do and and kind of fitness and, and motivation and movement, what is the, the number one thing you want people to focus on when they think about their personal fitness? I, I want people to, to focus on two things that we touched uh, earlier uh, in this conversation. One thing is when, when you're starting your journey, let's say I'm, I'm talking about someone that has never done anything in their life, right? When you're starting your journey, and, but you know you have to get healthier, right? Because we have to be healthy or else, or else life is going to be miserable. You are going to have some problems. You're going to, you're going to feel pain. And that's not a way to live, right? So you want to, you want to do something that's healthy, that's going to keep you going in, in, in a, you know, through life in a healthy way. Focus on that one thing 
that will make you do it regardless of rain or shine, right? Like, you know, if it's cold outside, we'll say, ah, you know what, I'm just going to stay inside. But what is that reason that's going to get you out of bed and go outside or do whatever you need to do to do what you promised yourself to doing, right? Make sure that you have that on your mind. Write it down on a piece of paper. Stick it on your, on your refrigerator. I don't care where you have it. As long as you, you, you know what you need to do and why you need to do it, I'm telling you, that's going to be a big game changer for you because now you have a true reason of why you need to do this, right? Like I said, I gave you some examples earlier, you know, uh, whether you want to have more energy to spend time with your kids, whether you want to be independent later on, whether you want to be pain-free uh, right. in your life. Like you know, find a reason. Find that reason. Find that reason that will make you do it regardless of the weather, regardless of if you feel like doing it or not. That's going to be your driver. Next thing. Focus on starting with a small little change, something so small, so stupid that you know you, you, will, not, you will not miss. And then after that, once you start doing that, yourself, your mind will kind of tell you, will dictate what, what, what else is going to come. Because now you have created that initial habit, that healthy habit that will lead to other healthier habits without anybody else telling you, well, you should be doing this also. It's going to come naturally. As long as you start with something small, the, the bigger goal will, will, will rise. Absolutely. Hey, Laurent, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hey, think you my... gave us some great perspective. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ben. I really appreciate you having me over here. And I, and I hope your, uh, your viewers are going to enjoy this. Absolutely. All right. And that is going to do it for this episode of TOTS. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining in and uh, sharing this interview with me and Laurent. I really appreciate it. You guys are what drives all my success, so I really appreciate it. Um, if you would like to support the podcast monetarily, you can do that. You can find us on Patreon. Just look up Tots Podcast. If you want to listen to some of our other episodes, best place to do that, you can find our website. It's www.totspodcast.com. So check us out there. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you want to follow us on social media, we have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us there at TotsCast. Thank you so much again for listening, and I'll see you next week.